0: Welcome back to another episode of Made in India, where we guarantee an abundant supply of indie music to keep you entertained throughout the year. And this week is no different. I've got Jodhpur, Brad, California-educated, Delhi-based singer-songwriter, Danraj Karal, a.k.a. Donraj. He talks about studying to be a chart accountant, but instead he wrote lyrics in his answer sheet. How he learned to stop obsessing over perfection in his music, and the time he met Quincy Jones at a party hosted by Naomi Campbell in Jodhpur which is a sentence I just never thought I would say. And of course, you'll be treated to his performance of three songs from his debut album, Beauty and Bullshit.
1: Hey everyone, this is Don Raj and I'm on Made in India with May. And the song I'm going to do for you guys is called You're Fine from my latest release, Beauty and Bullshit, out through Export Quality Records. Hope you like it. This way in a long time, haven't felt this way
2: in a long time, haven't felt this way in a long time, and feel like you could. So, hard uh, that I got it down All the waves that would crash my way to a smile Are the same ones I surf on to go there now I uh, haven't felt this way in a long time Haven't felt this way In a long time, haven't felt this way. In a long time, didn't seem like, but you made.
0: So that song was "You're Fine," yeah. Which, by the way, is one of my favorites from your album "Beauty Thanks. and Boshar." Thank it's you so, so much. I'm excited. We have Donraj, <laughs> Karal, yeah, or Carol, whichever you It's
1: want. it's uh, yeah. It's just karal,
0: karal. And then, but your artist name is Donraj.
1: It's Donraj, yeah.
0: I like it. The H is like moved. You're like, I'll move the H and I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah. There were like a couple of reasons to do that. Which were? So my name before up until like ninth grade was actually Dhananjay.
0: And then it
1: was my mom having astrology and shit and I'm not. But I didn't get to have any say. So my name was Dhanraj after that, post that. And then when the artist thing came, I was like, this is no way an artist name. I'm not going to be Dhanraj.
0: So you're like Dhanraj, formerly known as Dhananjay. <laughs> that should exactly. be like written everywhere.
1: So I'm just giving you more research now.
0: Yeah, I did <laughs> so, not know this.
1: So I, I had like a couple of names going on the side, which I'm not gonna reveal.
0: You and, must. Uh, what? Like what? What are the other names?
1: All right. So. Space
0: Odyssey. Right. <laughs> why, what? Like what were your other names? Oh,
1: so I was like, I mean, you were lame. That's why I don't want to reveal. Um, Welcome to the
0: lamest show ever
1: But cut to, I was in LA And so how they would pronounce this D-H-A-N-R-A-J Was um, Don Raj You know, that's how they would say it Because they don't have the th and all that Yeah, yeah. But it still didn't occur to me That that should be my name And I did release like a few releases Under the name of Don Raj And it would just get lost Because there's so many people Like on Apple Music or Spotify Like, you know, if I would like Recommend to somebody and then it stuck. Everybody kept calling me Don and Donnie and Don Raj and so oh. and when I was there that just became my name and so yeah. to make it obvious for like here also so I made it D O H and that spelling doesn't have anybody on Spotify and Apple so That's true. Yeah. Though
0: I I did find some of oh, your old songs. Oh 2017 long ride. Yeah,
1: that's that's under You're
0: channeling your inner Springsteen? Exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> you
0: yeah. on a motorcycle, <laughs> girl behind riding pillion and I'm like, "Oh mm, yeah." <laughs> so yeah, that was the Dandrad. That race. was
1: yeah, exactly. So
0: Oh, yeah, Dandrad. Yeah. So actually you're originally from Jodhpur, right?
1: Yeah, I was born and raised there. My dad's a CA, I was doing CA.
0: Wow, that's quite hardcore. So where did you go? Actually, I'd like to do some music, Dad. I don't want to do accounts.
1: It was like two years of convincing.
0: Two years?
1: Yeah. yeah. What
0: would your dad say? No.
1: Yeah, because like I was... Exactly. It was much harsher than... Oh, sorry. (laughs) But... (laughs) <laughs> but um because like i was uh, you know how indian families go um since i was a kid it was like you're gonna take over the office and all that
0: oh of course family so, business
1: yeah so i i picked up music very late I, I picked up my first guitar when i was like 22 oh really i, I started very late in music yeah. yeah
0: and so even sort of understanding where the relationship with music began. If you're like in a household where dad's an accountant, I do know that he plays flute though. (laughs) Doesn't he? Yeah. Is that where the music began?
1: Yeah. He's a great musician. Like he can play anything by ear. You know, he plays the harmonium and a bunch of
0: other stuff.
1: Yeah. And he might've wanted to do it, but he came from even much more humbler beginnings and he couldn't possibly do it and my mom is very much a showman type, performer type of person. Yeah? So that's where like the dancing and everything came from.
0: And, and then the musicality maybe from your dad?
1: From my dad and uh, oh. and also like the diligence to work at it.
0: Of course. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you gotta. No one thinks that like music doesn't simply come like that. You have to like work a little bit. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Was the first song you heard when you were like six or seven "Beat It" by Michael Jackson?
1: Oh, yes. How
0: do you remember that? I thought it was the first song I ever heard.
1: Oh, it was, was so different. clear because it was like A D and B C kind of a moment for me. Because oh. um I mean Michael Jackson was always around in my household, right? Like heavily, not like normal, like heavily. <laughs> you know, like dad always playing,
0: playing. flute oh, to MJ not my dad, harmonium. not my dad.
1: Like my mom and, oh. and, and and my uncle, like my mom's brother. Yeah. So it was always around through them a lot. Like mj was everywhere. So I had heard like thriller and all that bad mm. and but it wasn't like, you know, really hearing a song. But when I first heard beat it, I was like Damn, it's crazy. Like, still, it gets me like any song I love it, it just gets me so high. Like, so the production on it, and it's just like it's how it's rock, and at the same time, it's pop. And his voice, it's crazy vocals. Nobody could ever do that. It's he you, was he was an alien to
0: me. For me, a lot of his songs, I always like. The odd songs. I love Liberian Girl. I, love I loved Human Nature. Like those are like the kind of songs that I really like. Sort of.
1: You know, liked. I met Quincy Jones once.
0: What? I hung
1: out with him and I asked him. You?
0: No <laughs> way! You kind of like drop a bomb like that I and mean, be like, "So you know what? I went to Quincy Jones's house and we hung out."
1: I actually hung out with him at Jodhpur.
0: What? Yeah. <laughs> He was at
1: your house. <laughs> no, he was attending this uh, party. Uh, Naomi Campbell's the supermodel. <laughs>
0: What's happening? Why do I not hang out in Jodhpur with cool people like Naomi? Everybody
1: Campbell's? has been to Jodhpur. I'm telling you, like Mick Jagger comes every year. Sting has done like three shows there. Sting, I know. Yeah, and uh, Paul McCartney. Every everybody like so uh, there was this party. Like Naomi Campbell threw her, this birthday party. For her God. boyfriend, damn. And I actually met. I uh, went to like the airport to meet DiCaprio because DiCaprio was also
0: there. What is it's this crazy? story, man? <laughs> yeah. So you were like, I just went to the airport to meet DiCaprio, and I hope he for something birthday party. Because it's such I'm
1: a like... small town, like nobody really cares. Like Dark Knight Rises was shot there, right? So and Christian yeah, Bale was yeah, just yeah, hanging yeah. around town, and nobody cares really.
0: Because no one even really knows. Nobody anybody. knows. Yeah. So then, what happened when you met uh, Quincy G?
1: <laughs> I, I have the whole video and we kept talking for like twenty minutes. I asked him like could I do this? Could I do this? Because by that point I was just starting to play and I sang for him and he was grooving in his wheelchair. And he said, If you can see it, you can be it, you know. And he wrote me a note. I still have that note. He oh said, my like
0: gosh.
1: he said, Don Raj, if you can see it, you can be it, Quincy Jones.
0: God damn, you better like <laughs> laminate, frame it. Oh, I do. Like- I
1: do have it. I have it in my iPhone. I have it laminated everywhere. Jeez. And this is how nice of a guy he was. He spelled my name wrong, right? And I said, it's not Banraj. It's, Dun, Dun it's D. So he wrote it again, the whole thing. And he could barely write. He was in a in very bad health um, condition.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, this is like some... It's blowing my mind. This is not in my research notes. So I appreciate the candidness of this conversation. Um yeah. so I love a good artist or band bio. I'm obsessed with like band bios. So I saw your SoundClown bio and it says: Don Raj is a multi-talented singer-songwriter born and raised in Earth Dimension C137. His music doesn't fit one specific genre. It's free and all-encompassing. Just like the world he believes in. And I'm like, okay, sir.
3: <laughs> you wrote that yourself? Yeah. <laughs> did. Cause you're you're
0: like, see no, C-137. didn't help me. <laughs> Quincy no. didn't help me with
1: that. Because C-137 is uh, like the Rick and Morty reference.
0: Oh, I don't. So I
1: was like, only hardcore people will get that.
0: I wasn't hardcore enough. Yeah,
1: because we are in the Earth C. And you know, Rick says at some point, we're in the Earth Dimension C 137. He says that it's made up, but still, you know.
0: I love it. So, yeah. Really a nerd, I like. That. <laughs> but I did. I saw your Facebook about page, and it says, "It doesn't matter how different we are. The question is, are we willing to accept it?"
1: I thought I deleted my Facebook. I haven't. No, used you it did
0: anymore. not. Well, that was deep, bro.
1: Yeah, I was always into heavy, heavy into like philosophy and spirituality and all the like great thinkers and mm-hmm. um, psychologists and stuff like that.
0: Uh-huh. It was a really good one, like that one I, I was feeling for. I wasn't sure about the world he believes encompassing. No, I was like, okay, so. yeah,
1: I mean, cause like it's it's always <laughs> tough to like I couldn't say, oh, I'm like a uh, pop or rock. like i I don't think you could describe music like that, right? Because ultimately, music is ideas you're trying to express, and ideas cannot have like those any kinds
0: limits. Of, yeah. Don't put me in a box, man. <laughs>
1: so but I'll, I'll, I'll change that i keep changing my bio every month don't change
0: know. it i enjoyed it yeah. <laughs> so we were talking you performed from your debut album beauty and bullshit yeah and i gotta say definitely not what i was expecting because Thage had told me tej brar from third culture had told yeah. me about you and for me because i'm a huge huge fan of 80s new wave and post-punk and so it was so much of the things that I found really familiar. I loved The Cure and Duran Duran and Depeche Mode and Echo and the Bunnymen and things like that and it was listening to your album I was like, "Whoa, this wow. guy is sort of playing stuff that I really recognize in terms of just the kind of music that I really love." So, do you want to hear my favorite songs? Absolutely. Your Mine was one, the one that you performed you're first. Your fine. Sorry, your fine. Sorry. <laughs> but you can also be mine Don't ruin the moment Sorry I'm kidding You're fine Yeah And A heart is hard to come around
1: Yeah A heart is hard to come around
0: That, that one That's one of my favorites I was
1: almost gonna do that
0: Then the last one uh, That I really really like Was right beside you
1: I love that Really? Because you know what Tej almost wanted to Put that one out Exclude that And I was like that's no, that's gotta song. stay. Cause I had given him About like 20 songs to choose yeah. But yeah, I I love that song so much.
0: Right this idea was is, is really so good. Cool. Those three are like my faves. Thank so,
1: you so much.
0: Talking about your songs, which is the second song you're gonna play for me today?
1: Uh it's called Make a Life Feel Special. It's the lead single of the album. That was the first uh single that was released. That was actually the song that got the attention from stage and Export Quality. And nice. they love that. That and uh the song after like Give Me Some Money, th- those two were
0: the biggies for the you. The biggies. What's it about? Is it literally about making a life feel special?
1: Make a life feel special, yeah. Like, you know, in songwriting, it's tough to express a sentiment because writing sad songs and, and heartbreak songs are very easy, right? Like, or, or blame songs. That's what most of the songs are, yeah. you know? That, oh, you, you're you the one to be blamed. You should have done better. Or, you know, it's all around that. And to write something which, like, John Lennon and George Harrison did really well where they took this idea of like, you know, which are like cliches in a way of, you know, understanding peace. It's like that Elvis Costello, what's so funny about peace, love and understanding. So it's really tough to write a song like that and and not have it be sounding like cliche, you know. So that was my intention and and I'm happy about that a lot, that it doesn't sound like a cliche, that it's not all centered around you. Like make a life feel special, you know. And sometimes that life could be your own, you know, make your own life feel special.
0: Or make someone else's <laughs> Well, that song's making my life feel special. So awesome. Make a life feel special.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Just a load of bullshit and beauty You gotta be so okay with people calling you crazy You must take every chance and love, Go at it shamelessly Cumulate all that you want and share it with someone Make her life feel special. Special, 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 special Make her life feel special, 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 special Cause life could be such a heckle anyway Yeah, 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 yeah you can live a lifetime And a days so over Don't go crazy You'll be faster than most If you see there is growth When you have to go slowly Whatever you do Remember this too And you're not the whole Need to be a saint, or very well paid to make her life feel special, 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 special. Make her life feel special, 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 special. special. Cause life could be such a heckle, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clichés are true sometimes Change sides within your mind When you got nobody to talk to You can call me anytime Yeah, 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 yeah The world is just a load of bullshit Beauty And both of those things exist within you too Equally Underneath your skin, you can either build a wasteland or build a home. True measure of you are the choices you make when you feel so small, sad and alone. Special, 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 special. Make a life feel special, 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 special. special. Cause life could be such a heckle.
0: Anyway. So that was your track, Make a Life Feel Special, from your debut album, Beauty and Bullshit. Yep. Looking at how much we've stalked you. Uh, another <laughs> very interesting thing that we found was that your grandfather was quite dapper. He has <laughs> like <laughs> you've said that he has a swankiest collection of suits. <laughs> Is that true? Do you feel like you have his style?
1: <laughs> uh I mean, from what I've heard, like because I never got to meet yeah. him, right? So from what I've heard, yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm damn stylish. <laughs> so um there is something really interesting that you've talked about with regards to your music and uh, I guess your sort of relationship to creativity. And one of the things you said, and I think you kind of touched upon a little earlier, was the risk of appearing like a fool is something that every artist at some point must oh, face. Oh, yeah. And you've talked about diving into this, you know, you, you've you said I've dived into this even more with the next album, but it's with this album that everything for me both actually and metaphorically begins Yeah. without this album, no further movement would have been possible for me. Yeah. So in that sense, like where did the sort of inception of this album actually happen?
1: I mean, I write songs like a lot, like almost every day I, I wake up, write, record and...
0: Literally I... like this is your nine to five. <laughs> this is the CA and you talking, sir. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean, if you watch the new Beatles Get Back documentary, they were working like that. And, you know, that's why they had yeah. so much material. But actually, <laughs> so when I was doing C, I was not... At all, like I was, <laughs> I was doing, I was still doing. I had literally in my like answer sheets, I had lit- written like lyrics and shit because I didn't know any better.
0: Really? So yeah. all those like account ledgers, yeah, <laughs> lyrics. Like, Beatles, your said, what are you ch- doing with the ledger? Please do accounts. Oh my god! <laughs> Not that your dad sounds South did, but anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
1: So I was overthinking a lot for like a period of uh, a year. I would like not finish ideas. You know, that's a lot of artists go through that where you have this idealism of perfection Mm -hmm. and you don't finish things. And at the same time, I was like, the kind of music I'm doing, nobody's interested in this. And, you know, I never felt that up until this point that nobody cares about this kind of, you know, that like- sort of where
0: self-doubt keeps sort of creeping in.
1: Yeah, overthinking, but also like you're thinking about the reality of the situation that mm-hmm. lyrics aren't around that much. So I left all of that, you know, I accepted that every day I was like, if this is the worst song I make, I'm gonna finish this to my best of ability. And that's gonna be the album and i at the end of uh, 30 days i had about like 30 songs you know and yeah. from them i picked these and i shared it with all of them because previously i had made another mixtape but that was all made on an iphone i didn't have oh. uh, a laptop
0: so That's i didn't crazy under- dude <laughs>
1: yeah so i didn't understand that the mixes were like shitty so it didn't get accepted anywhere. So yeah. I thought nobody gets it. <laughs> but I didn't understand in my ignorance, you know didn't that. Did
0: old... you go to like a music school in California?
1: But we were not taught a music production. We were taught music oh. theory, and my major was in vocals. And I was wow. a very uh, bad singer, also. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I studied, but nothing happened. <laughs> 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 so um, I think a lot of artists go through this process of trying to find the perfect sound for what they want to create. And I think for what you were sort of saying is that at some point you're constantly trying to figure that out and eventually you do a disservice to your own expression of what you want to do, right? Yeah. And I think doing this is a daily thing. Like, I'm going to finish this song and then let it be what it is. Yeah. Did you ever have a moment where you're like, This genuinely is quite bad (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not this one
1: Yeah, yeah You know what? Uh, I'll tell you Give Me Some Money was turning out really bad It was a really bad song And then I kept I I knew the idea was great You know, I knew that I I have to Because that that was the first I just had this line You know, give me some money And don't ask for anything in return That was like Mm. funny so the, when I was actually working on the song, the chords were the same, but the melody, it, it just wasn't fitting. So it was a bad song. No. But if you have a clear vision and the slammed doors and rejections and no's don't offend you, that vision is going to happen. But we just quit it midway. We think, oh, this is just bad. I'm, I'm bad and all that. And I found that if you just follow, that's what another like great of um, thinker philosopher said. Like chaos happens when we don't follow a thought to its full end. When you follow any thought to its end, there is order. You know, there there is like full. It's a a completion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So then, what happened to give me some money?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now you hear it like it it turned out to. You're like it was.
0: It's fine. It
1: got me some money finally. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um but
1: <laughs> not really. But, <laughs> I mean money in other senses, you know.
0: No, I get it. Yeah. So also you've mentioned that this was quite a DIY bedroom oh, yeah. production setup. Yeah. And you do hear the rawness yeah. of that on the album.
1: Yeah, it's all one day, right? Every yeah, song exactly. was done one day, recorded, written, everything produced. Yeah. yeah.
0: When you're actually sort of putting all of this together, doing it all in one day also isn't that much time. People spend years like making albums, right?
1: It's not that, oh, I was able to make it in one day. Prior to that, for five years, I was just obsessing over just a verse, right? I would write like 100 kinds of different verses. I would write 20 different versions of a same song and then the segues, just trying to understand songwriting, right? So... This was, I think, the culmination of all of those five years where I didn't write anything, Yeah, you it. know? Yeah.
0: So talking a little bit about the older songs that I found. Yeah. We talked about Long Ride With You On A Motorcycle. Yeah. There's like a bunch of other ones as well. Yeah. There's like Clean Slate, oh, yeah, 500 yeah. Years.
1: Yeah, I made a bunch of songs.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> Lovin' With Lights On, that a <laughs> Wild vibe, you got that song. I was like... Happening here, this guy didn't include this in his uh, latest release.
1: <laughs> I mean, I got a lot of love on that song when I when I put it. That's up.
0: good. I really liked Cool Kids and
1: oh, like, yeah, Bandit.
0: yeah, that was really good stuff. Yeah,
1: Cool Kids. Did
0: you great. so from this older stuff, where do you think the departure happened from here to your current debut album?
1: Uh, that's the thing. I stopped obsessing over what's my sound, what's my sound, like, um. I love this saying, which answers all the existential questions. Uh, Trying to know who you are is like trying to bite your own teeth. You can't do that. Oh. You know, so.
0: That is quite profound.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it's like trying to find your sound and and be this. It doesn't exist. Just keep doing with honesty, with love. And looking back, your sound will be there, you know. Mm. It can't escape it. If you're doing it If you're using all the elements That you love about That particular thing You are there But when you're Egoistically No but who am I You know There is no answer To that question Fair enough Yeah
0: So Last song For The session Is
1: Give me some money Don't ask
0: for anything In return So actually What is the song about then?
1: I knew you were gonna Ask that question And I'm I'm,
0: so I'm the host here (laughs) I'm so Like I knew I but.
1: no i'm not saying in that sense i knew big bec- what i'm saying is like but i'm glad i have a great answer prepared because
0: <laughs> Are you patting yourself on the back going i knew you're gonna ask the question yeah. i have a great answer for you that yeah. This just better be good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like high but stakes, it's not yeah. it's
1: not like it, it just hit me right i was uh, preparing for this show i do this before every show like why am i doing this what is this song and all that I finally realized that it's not just about, you know, oh, give me some money, don't ask for anything in return. It's more about why it feels good, why it feels wholesome in a way. And it doesn't sound that much frustrated to me because this idea that you can have like money is what? Like money, essentially, what we're asking for in our lives is worthiness and the thing is with love and with worthiness we always have this idea that's why like love has also this pressure in love relationships because instinctively there's this thing that oh i'm gonna have to do something in return and if there's
0: an expectation yeah Yeah. then
1: that is not love you know because then that's a trade then and so then real love is something completely different so so money and don't ask for anything in return was like that kind of freedom you know that you could have something of worth without needing anything in return, without needing to give or expecting.
0: Well done. That was a pretty decent answer. Thanks. You get uh, top bucks. So Send it to my home. (laughs) (laughs) My father is waiting for the results. (laughs) So last song is Give Me Some Money.
3: Yeah.
2: Just can't buy None of it would buy me some money And I wanna go to Hawaii I've been too kind Doing everything For free for everyone And I didn't mind But now I got a dream I got a premonition Give me some money, money, money Don't ask for it Anything in return, just give me some money, money, money. Don't ask for anything in return, just give me some money, money, money. Don't ask for anything in return. No, no, no. I have done enough for everyone in my life, I have sacrificed. Now I deserve a good time Pain has made me laugh a lot But now I need a real smile I'm gonna follow my joy I'm gonna be getting my Frequent flyer on my house So give me some more Never felt so ever free flowing. That's where I'm going. I know I believe it Pretty soon this dream I've been living, I got everything. Money just can't buy. All I need is now some money. If I ever really wanna fly.
0: Formerly <laughs> Dhananjay, currently Donraj. <laughs> what happened? Can I just ask you like one last question before we say bye? Yeah. What happened when uh, you said till ninth standard? When yeah. you went to tenth standard, and it was like, Dhananjay, what's up? You're like, actually, it's Donraj.
1: That's another story. See, my <laughs> life has been very weird. I'll tell you. Just in the same hometown, right? Yeah. I had about the change of at least like ten schools. Oh. Yes. So I didn't have a bunch of friends. So
0: Oh, that's kinda of sad, bro.
1: <laughs> so nobody was concerned about what I was called.
0: Wow. Really? So you're basically like the quiet <laughs> That's That's a sad answer, man. They're like actually no one cared cuz I had no friends. Well, no. you got a friend in us, okay?
1: Finally. Donnie, <laughs> finally.
0: Well, <laughs> thanks so much for being on the show man it's really good
1: it was so much fun thank you you're just amazing i'm blessed to be here i hope like every interview in my life if there is any is as fun as
3: this
0: oh that's know. high hopes but
3: yeah
0: <laughs> i'm just <laughs> amazing now that i'm done patting myself on the back i'm going to go ahead and earnestly thank don raj for being on the show Gosh, I really am so lucky that I get to experience some of the most wonderful music coming out of India, and I'm glad that you're with me. You know, as part of my responsibility on this show, it's important for me to tell you the things that you now have to do for me. But I've been telling you for a while. So maybe there is someone else that can convince you. Here is Divita. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe, follow, rate, and review us on the podcast app of your choice. And come say hi to us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Made in India. See you next week. Same time, same place.